0: section 30 of epics and romances of the middle ages this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org epics and romances of the middle ages by wilhelm wagner section 30 part 2 section 4 beowulf fights with grendel's mother beowulf i.e. Beowulf or Woodpecker. Chapter 1. Grendel. One evening, while the warriors were feasting in King Rodgar's hall, a minstrel was called upon to sing. He tuned his harp, and sang of the coming of Shuld, the son whom Odin sent to live a human life among mortal men. He told how the babe had been seen lying on a shield, floating on the waves of the sea, how he had been drawn ashore, and carefully tended, and how he had become a mighty king and warrior in Jutland. He sang of Shuld's glorious life, of the kingdom he had left to his children and grandchildren, and last of all, he sung of Hrodgar, Shuld's most famous grandson, who, like him, was the patron of all peaceful arts, the protector of all peaceful folk, and the punisher of evildoers. Many heroes were collected round the king that night in Hirschhalle, so-called from the gigantic antlers of a royal stag, which, carved in stone, adorned the battlements. At length the time came for the warriors to separate for the night, and as there were too many of them to be accommodated elsewhere, beds were made up for them in the great hall. Two and thirty brave men lay down to sleep on the couches spread for them, but next morning, when the servants came to waken them, they were gone. The room was in confusion, here and there might be seen stains of blood and other signs of struggle. King Rodgar came himself as soon as he heard what had chanced, and examined the place carefully to try and find out the cause of the disaster. He followed the blood stains through the hall and out of doors, and there in the soft earth he saw the deep footprints of a giant. The whole affair was clear to him now. He knew that the monster Grendel, who had been banished the land by the aid of a great magician, and at length returned. When it became known that Grendel had come back, ten warriors offered to keep watch in the hall, and fight the giant if he tried to come in. Next morning they were gone. They had either been surprised in their sleep, or had not been strong enough to withstand the monster. The Scyldings' people were brave and fearless, so twelve other heroes immediately offered their services. Eleven of them laid themselves down to sleep in their armor, while the twelfth, a minstrel, kept watch. At midnight the giant came, smacking his great lips, and slowly dragging his heavy body along. The minstrel saw and heard all that took place, but he could neither speak nor move. He was, as it were, paralyzed with fear, and at last sank back senseless. Next morning, when with infinite trouble they restored him to consciousness, he either could not or would not tell what he had seen. He picked up his arms and his harp, pointed to the stains on the floor, and strode down to the strand without a word or sign of farewell to anyone. A vessel was on the point of sailing for Gotland, so he went on board, and had soon left the ill-fated shores of Jutland behind. End of Section 30 According by Stephen Harvey